0: Welcome to the gap. This is gap. Ooh, yeah. They should have never gave you platform. Watch out for the watcher. Watch out. 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 Watch out, watch out, watch out they learn <laughs> What's good with y'all out there? This is another episode of the gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. Hey, I got the best audience out there, so y'all know what y'all should be doing, right? What well, they do with the damn it? What you waiting for? Come on, people. Yeah. I appreciate all y'all. Look, man, if they learning, at least they... If they listening, at least they learning. I was about to say it backwards. <laughs> man appreciate all y'all, though. For real. From the ugly, to the beautiful, to the in-betweeners. And God damn it's a lot of in-betweeners out there. Don't y'all agree? Hella in-between world. (laughs) Hey, for my tubers, though. YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'ma say the same thing! Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Of course. Y'all know what to do. Most of y'all smart out there. You feel me? i like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments. Made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee you a bushel sexy pill up by 21%. Look here. If it look good on me. It's gonna look good on your in-between ass. Okay? All right. Let's hop right into it. You know, we gotta get into it, and uh, today, and it's gonna tie along with the SAV segment. Y'all gonna get it, y'all, y'all. I like to talk about black evictions. Yeah, they running rampant. And yeah, this touched close to my his because when I was a young kid, yes, my grandmother got evicted, and we was living together, bunching of the fam, They evicted our ass, threw us, threw our our asses out, out to the curb. So yes, very dear to my heart, black evictions. This is a major problem. Numbers are going up, and is really hitting the black community and black people, especially black women. God damn! And like I just mentioned, I get I. You saw how I tied it in with something that go along with my life and now, like, what happened to me and my past and I'm putting it all together? Yeah, examples, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Very aggressive. My bad. (laughs) Nah, but, like, some of the things that's causing the increase already was bad before the vid-19, a.k.a. the T-Virus-19. It was already bad, but this just, uh, just, it, it, it exonified it, exonified it. What? I don't think that's word, but it sounded cool. No, it exonified it. Whatever. It amplified it. That's what I wanted to say. You see, exonified, amplified, sen- all right, anyway. It oh amplified it. Oh, you know what I mean, and not only did uh, the Vid 19 amplify it, but things such as, like, gentrification. Yeah. I hate that motherfucker, gentrification. Jesus Christ! Beat his dumb ass. <laughs> you know what's wild though? It's like gentrification got like is like linked up with racism, but the actual word gentrification is basically is to uh, better up your your neighborhood. Basically, that's what gentrification means. Come, somebody comes in and better up your neighborhood. Too bad it be white motherfuckers that do the shit. God damn. You know what I mean? Out there, my black people, if you listening, man. You know what I mean? Buy up as much property as you can if you got the money. Damn! Let's go! We played Monopoly before? Come on! Let's buy it up so this black eviction problem would not happen. Oh Damn. Now I'm gonna hit y'all with stats. But let me uh before I hit y'all with stats, like also another thing that calls into play. Of, uh, you know, black eviction, especially black women, is cause, you know, single parent households. What can I say? You know what I mean? You see what I did there? You know what I mean? I said single parent households, motherfucker. All right? It's a struggle. One parent. Finances don't be coming together. Them motherfuckers don't even meet. You feel me? They don't even see each other. The ends. They don't
1: see each other, bruh.
0: But, let's be real. In the black community, there are more single mothers than single fathers. You feel me? And this takes a toll on your finances. And once your finances hit a toll, yes, you can have trouble paying rent. And after a while, if you have trouble paying rent, the landlord is going to boot your ass out. Eviction. Bam! Get that ugly ass red notice letter. Oh, that was a nightmare. Mmm. Damn. Then you had a sheriff come to your crib. That motherfucker knock hella early in the morning. Around 6.30, 37 in the morning. Bop, 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 bop. you like, God damn, what the hell's going on? Let me tell you, yo. Gotta get your shit. You're serving eviction notice, you feel me? Wow up. That's how it is, man. That's how it is. And these problems exacerbating, that's what I wanted to say, is exacerbating these problems. Amplifying like a mug. Now, let me hit you with some damn stats, bruh. So, black eviction is nearly doubled as white eviction. 16%, bruh. 16% of black people get Evicted compared to nine percent of whites. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even though we are we are we are less of the renters, you feel me? And this study right here that was in King County, Washington, shows, and it's specified on Black women. Like I said, Black women are more likely to get evicted. And look at this stat right here, though, shit wild as hell. Black women who is counted for 16 percent of evictions. Jesus Again, Christ! The lucky number 16 keeps popping up, man. They only make five percent of the renter population. Wow! Wow! That ain't even double the amount. Five percent of the population, the renter population.
1: And they account for 16% of evictions? God damn, this is bullshit. God damn. You feel me? This shit is horseshit. They need help, bruh. For real, man.
0: And it's not even like... It it just seems like it's just targeted. I just explained multiple things... Why this affect black people? Especially black women. Come on, bruh. Come on, man. I know y'all smart out there. Y'all getting it through y'all skulls. See how I said skulls, I said thick skulls. Why are you put an adjective in front of skull? It just sounds like an insult. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, King County Washington did a study. Out of a thousand women renter her household. A thousand. A thousand. 40 foul evictions were towards black women.
1: Guess how many towards white? Yes, That's
0: the same amount of days, or the same amount of number of the days it took God to make this planet. Seven? What? Seven? Yeah, big ass disparity. 40 to seven? Now, y'all think i a thousand men, they ain't done a lot, man. What the f A thousand is not a lot. This is just absurd. <laughs> yeah, but start putting more zeros behind that thousand. You put more zeros behind that 400. And You put maybe one zero behind that seven. And you start seeing. You start seeing the numbers. You start seeing the disparity. Yeah. Boom, malarkey. Horse manure. God damn.
1: This is crazy, bro. And you
0: can't say it ain't happening. Motherfucker, I just gave you a goddamn story. It's when I was a kid and it happened to me and my family,
1: to my grandmother,
0: household. Hella motherfuckers in that bitch. It was me, my brother, my sister, my moms, my grandmother. And my uncle. That's six people! Damn! Still got evicted. Couldn't even make the ends meet, bruh. It's crazy, right? Hm. It's the trouble. It's the trouble that yeah, we going through. As a community, as us as black people. You know, sometimes I say, like, <clears throat> us as black people, because, like, we go through black problems. You feel me? We go through our problems and shit. You yeah, feel me? My nigga. But we might not be in a black community, if that makes sense. You feel me? It's a lot of black people out there that's going through these freaking trials and tribulations. You feel me? And some of the topics I bring up, either I've been through them or I'm going through them currently. But we're not in the black community. Does not make sense? That's why I like to say the black community and black people. You feel me? But... Man, the sources I got this from, life, as I f-ing pointed out, excuse my frizzage. I know the French mad about that. <laughs> they like, what you mean, excuse my French, when you're using profanity? Shit. Excuse my French again. Uh, yeah, life, you know what I mean? History, history has shown that as black people, we're more prone to evictions. Social media, see what I mean? The tickety tocks, the U tubes, you know what I mean? The, the, you know I mean? the twitty twats, you know? NPR, little article from there, yeah, even an article from IDS, It was like a, a school study, you feel me? In like Indiana or something like that. So, hey man, with this being said, there 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 needs to be more programs, you know what I mean? Especially geared towards black women. Because I explained that there's more single mothers out there than single fathers. Get programs for so they ass, you feel me? Or, hey man, we need to link up, bruh!
1: More black on black love. Link up, let's go, let's come together. Get rich! You feel me? damn. I don't know, man. More of that! Or some of the some of the rent shit needs to not be so predatory. It's so goddamn high. Inflation kicking our ass. Jesus Damn. Christ. Damn. Lord that, man. So many goddamn problems when it comes to this.
0: <sighs> man. Alright, man. Enough of this black evictions, man. Let's get into the next segment. Segment right here. Ooh, wait! The SAS segment. Oh, man. And see, I'm tying it together. If you get it, you get it. And I'm about to talk about this show right here. The Watcher. On Netflix. Get it? The Watcher. They bought a house. Get a house. Renting. Black eviction. Renting. I'm going to let y'all ponder on it. All right, man. The Watcher, man. And Let let me tell you something about The Watcher, all right? It's based on a true story out in New Jersey. Which one was kind of creepy, first of all. But second of all, if it's based on a true story, I'm just like, bro, this, this town itself is just a bunch of whack jobs. Bunch of wacky tabackies. What the hell? <laughs> Let me give y'all the, 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 just a actually, nope, 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 nope. I'm about to give you the stats first, you know what I mean? Because I'm a statistician, bro. Oh, my God. I'm a Republican conservative whole tep statistician. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let me get you the stats of the watcher. So IMDB gave it a 6.6 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 48%. The people just didn't even care enough to even try to give it a, a score. So I don't know. I guess I give the people a score. And I give this maybe a uh uh I give it like a 80%. I give it a B. Cause essentially this was this was pretty good. You know what I mean? I thought this was good. So to both the INDB and Rotten Tomatoes. F- y'all. <laughs> f- <'em. laughs> yeah, this came out uh was it 13th or Friday? I don't know. It came out October 13th of this year. And um yeah man, some of the casts on here Pretty good cast. They had, you know, everybody, little Raymond ass nigga, you feel me? Bobby Cannavale. He played Dean Bernock. Uh, they had no- Naomi Watts, she was Normie Brannock. They had Jennifer Coolidge. Hey, I like Jennifer Coolidge. She's a really good actor for real. She was Karen Cohan. And yeah, she fit her goddamn character well. Karen. You know what I mean? They had Noma Duma Zaween. She is Theodore Birch. Which is crazy. She had, she was a detective, like a P.I., and she has a detective-ass name, Theodore. You feel me? Yeah, Mia Farrell. Mira Farrell would be playing in all the little spooky horror stuff, you feel me? She was Pearl. Then they also, bro, they also had this bro right here, Richard Kind, and he that motherfucker be in a lot of shit, too. Kind of creepy at times. Funny, but creepy. He was Mitch. You know what I mean? They had hella more, you know, I'm going to probably say him down the line when I show the plot. And basically the plot was, bruh, Dean Brannock ended up buying a freaking house in this town of New Jersey and it was being watched by The Watcher. And you just didn't know who The Watcher was because everybody around him was wacky. Goddamn. Creepy ass motherfuckers. Some of the worst neighbors. And then you start thinking like, bro, bro they're wacky. But then Dean started becoming wacky, too. Like, the house possesses you and all types of stuff, bruh. But it make you learn about a lot about house buying and stuff like that. So, that shit was kind of tight. But, like I said, essentially the plot was he moved his, his family from New York, which was in kind of like a bad area, to New Jersey, which was ended up being like a bad area in its own right. And essentially, Dean Brooke bought this house... And then they kinda down the line they found out that these people were murdered in their house. Like the 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 dad of the family ended up murking them and then murked himself. Nope. Got it wrong. He actually murked them and they thought he murked himself, but he just be bamped out. He left. They never could find the body. Couldn't find him. He murked his whole family. You feel me? And essentially he was saying like the house told me to do it. Oh, I was going crazy because of the house, and it's wild because like this mystery was never solved, but it made it seem that everybody that was in this house, or even near the vicinity of this house or town, just became crazy, essentially whacked out. And so, with um, since what happened like Nora with the Karen situation. For the longest, I thought Karen was a watcher. I ain't gonna lie. She kept put, putting her like, yo, hey man, Nora, let me let me buy the house from you, man. I need that house. Let's go, man. I got the LLC right here. We can buy it from you. And I kept thinking like, oh, they're trying to drive down the property value so they could buy it at a lower rate. You feel me? Which they kind of was. You feel me? That's kind of what they were doing. But then also, like Dean, was so obsessed with this house, and the genre says horror, but it's also thrilling, but Gene was so obsessed with this house, right, that he started to uh, mess up in other areas in his life, like with his wife, he wasn't even trying to, Shabang, bang! his he wife, crazy. you know what I mean, she came out one time, kind of was all in bed, was like, yo, no. she had the sexy underwear on, she was like, yo, you better, you better swack this out, and then he couldn't think, because it was like, Man, bruh, the house, bro, everything going on around me. And then, essentially, his job, he didn't get partner. He was banking on that. So he was losing out money. And he took out a loan for 150k, And it was like a predatory loan. It was like a basic from a loan shark. You know what I mean? And essentially, like, his daughter, he button heads with his daughter, which was played by Isabella Graffitt. She's Ellie Brunach. Button Buttonheads with the daughter. Her daughter older. She's sixteen. And then she linked up with uh this dude that's played by uh H Hunter Hall, which is Dakota. And he's like the uh, you know what I mean? Hey, shout out to bro. He was a black black man. You know what I mean? He uh what you call it? Owned his own business, security business, setting up the cameras and stuff. But his character, he nineteen. The daughter sixteen. And they start hooking up. And in my, I'm like, yo, this kinda of foul, ain't it? But I guess in New Jersey, the law is consent is at 16. So uh I mean I was with Dean and Nora and you feel me? Like, what the Giggity. going on? That, what the hell? Too old, but it was like, nah, it's legal. So then But, you know I mean, they start actually, Dakota and Dean start working together because, you know, they hash out their differences. And actually, bro's a good dude to his daughter though, you feel me? Like, you know what I mean? So then, they start finding out that, like, yo, somebody is coming into your house. And they didn't know who it was. They thought it was uh, Pearl's son, which is played by... Uh... Actually, I can't tell who he was played by, because they have makeup on, bro, so good. I don't know. Pearl's son was a little creepy, too. He somehow could break into their house, and he'd be up in a little cupboard thing that you pull up the clothes and food and stuff. He goes in there and he scared Dean's son. And his son, like, I ain't gonna lie, Dean and North's son was like an NPC. <laughs> oh, it was an NPC, bro. It was a non playable character, bro. He just didn't hold no value, bro. Goddamn. I'm sorry. I don't know who he was played by. Doesn't matter. You feel me? God damn. Oh, my God. But yeah. Scared the son, and then Dean ended up whooping his ass, and then he gotten. He was uh gotten to beef with Pearl cause of that, and she was like, Yeah, I'ma be watching you. Then he got into beef with also I was on D side, you feel me? At the first couple, episodes, I was on D side like, bro, these motherfuckers doing bullshit. And then he got in beef with, like I said, Mitch. You know what I mean? And he was married to a character played by Margot Mertadell, and she played Mo. And they was married, but they was growing these flowers on his fences in his yard. And they lived across the street, which was weird and was like, why y'all growing in here? And they were like, well, the sun comes this way and the previous tenants, like, they complained about a toll. But look what happened to them. And da da da, because they ended up, like, moving out and shit like that. But it was like, bro, you growing stuff not only in his yard, but y'all live across the street, bro. Yo, all Then he got at them, then he got at them, and they were like, we're going to be watching your ass. Close lie on your ass. <laughs>
1: And I'm on dance like I'm like, bro, why are you over here,
0: bruh? So now I get beef with them. And this should be this should be called the beef. Cause everybody getting in beef with everybody, bruh. God damn. Wow. But then he started getting these letters. And it was by the 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 uh, author was the watcher, and nobody knew who the watcher was. And he started getting letters, and this letter was very in-depth about his family, what was going on. And all types of stuff. You feel me? And that's when Noma Dumuziwe, her character come in, Theodore, because she's the P.I. And she's trying to figure out to crack the case. Dean is too. Everybody's trying to crack the case and is driving motherfuckers crazy. And Theodore, she got she got cancer, man. So one of the things she did at the end, she, she basically made it seem like she was the watcher so Dean can have peace. Because what happened was, His world fell apart when they lost, because they lost the house, and his world kind of fell apart, but everybody else in his family life got way better. Like, Nora, her art start booming and shit, and, uh, you know what I mean, uh, Ellie, she going, like, Penn, because they, uh, was it Penn State, or, or, she going to some prestige ass college, you feel me, and then the little kid, he got, he played hoops and stuff, so he got on the basketball team, but he was just obsessed. But it showed at the end, too. I think Nora was obsessed, too, because she followed him but was looking at the house. So I don't know if this house has some type of spirits where it just obsessed your ass. You feel me? But, yeah, man. It was like, and the thing is, I thought Karen was all behind it because she was trying to tarnish the house to get at a lower value. And she got it kind of at a lower value. But then you start knowing, like, oh, the Watcher started hitting error letters. And somebody was in the crib. Somebody was in that motherfucker. And she screamed, like, oh, my God. And then she sold it for lower price. So she got, she got in the deal, just like everybody else. So it's like, hmm, who is the Watcher? Then there was this other character that they thought it was, uh, is it, uh, who they thought it was? It was like an English teacher or some. I don't know. But this English teacher though, he was right to the house. Well, uh, before they even got there, and, I, and my head, was like, like this. Thing. He was a little kid, and he grew up and his his partner owned the house, and he grew up. But the way he was talking about the house, I was like, uh, do you like the house, or you want to fuck the house, sir? It was like, yeah, this smooth buttermilk, freaking. Red Oakwood Wood. wood. Oh my God. Oh, whoo. Incredible. So, like, bruh. Sound like you want to put your pain in that wood. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, Dean and them fucked up his his life too, because now his wife is about to divorce him because of this situation that happened. It's like, bro, this shit caused a bunch of turmoil. And at the end of the day, you did not figure out who it was, and with the Mo and Mitch, their son, it messed up them because like everybody thought they got murked. You feel me? In their house, nobody know who it was. Then you find out their son, who was like older, but he had a mental disability, brought some older people that looked like them, and murked their ass in there. He shot them in the face so you that was unrecognizable. But they come back and they're like, so everything was turmoil, even. Even, like, this whole uh, character played by Joe Martello. He played John Griff. And, essentially, I guess, John Griff was supposed to be the dude that murked his family and stuff like that. But I think it was wrong. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But he was working with Pearl, trying to get him out of there. I don't know. They just didn't want these. They called them the... Yuppie Yankees. I guess they don't like Yankees, bro. What's up, man? What's up? What y'all? You don't like Yankees? Y'all Astro fans or something? <laughs> it's crazy. I know a baseball joke. I hardly watch baseball. Uh, but yeah. But at the very end, essentially, nobody got the house. Mystery was still uh unsolved. And the watcher was still there. And everybody that was in contact with this house still obsessed with this house. And people that was around the house, you feel me, they got all hit with some detrimental stuff too, so at the end of the day this and this is a show it's a lot more impact in here, but I'm just trying to impact this in you know the time frame, but at the end of the day, the watcher he never was found out or she don't know who it was he or she' was never caught. I'll still exists. So with that being said, this is an unsolved mystery. The Watcher on Netflix. Watching her on digression. Digression. By the way, I meant to say discretion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Hey, this is pretty good. I I like stuff like this. Very it was a detective, thriller, horror. Trying to figure out who did what. I like that. I like that. Kudos. Hell yeah. Y'all go watch it though, man. Or don't watch it. I don't care.
1: Do what you do. Yeah. Enough with the watcher. Oh,
0: snaps. Y'all know what time it is. It is meme time. And I got some juicy memes for y'all today. Uh Uh-oh. <laughs> and like I said though, we talked about the watcher, right? And how somebody was watching, basically stalking. They—that's what they were doing. They were stalking. You know what I mean? Stalking them and stuff. So I got a couple stalker memes. You feel me? And it got bruh with some big ass binoculars, bruh. This motherfucker could see Earth's core with these binoculars. God damn! And it reads. I'm not a stalker. I'm just very, very interested in you. <laughs> Come on, bruh. Them big-ass Spongebob binoculars. Remember Spongebob had them big-ass binoculars to see uh, across him? Man. Stalking ass. God Goddamn. All right. Now this. <laughs> I got another dude, bro. He looking mad. Stalker is bruh, and he behind the bushes, just like ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he says, You call it a restraining order? I call it a long distance relationship. <laughs> I don't know, how I already liked it, like that, but that's what I think he sounds like, bruh. Oh my god, bruh, a restraining order that's crazy. You gotta get one or get one against you. Long distance relationship. Come on, bruh With your lurking ass, you goddamn creeper. All right. So since we talked about evictions, sp- specifically black evictions, you feel know, me? I had to get a meme, and it deals with the landlord. And I mean, technically, there's not a meme, but at this point, everything's a meme. Well, when they, when they have it like this. And- <laughs> And the picture, has a stuffed uh, a stuffed lion, a toy lion, and it reads, "Landlord loses eviction case after using toy lion he thought was Jesus as his lawyer."
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Come on, bro! <laughs> what the hell?
0: What? Oh my God. So Jesus is a lion. Or it's lying. The Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, man. Man, good this landlord lost, man. Hey, Amen. Not all not all landlords are slumlords, you feel me? And they actually like do the right thing when it comes to eviction. And sometimes actually uh tenants do have a lot of rights that that uh, can't F over a landlord when it comes to the eviction thing. But there's a ton of slumlords out there. In my life, I think it's more slumlords than actual decent landlords. And they hit people that actually do do need help and don't need to get hit with eviction right away. they just going through some tough times. And these slumlords hit these motherfuckers with evictions like, like it ain't nothing, bruh. So, this landlord losing, bruh. And him bringing a toy lion ass Jesus. I'm pretty sure this motherfucker is Slumlord. <laughs> Slumlord-ass motherfucker! Yeah! Get this shit out of here. Hey man! Woo-wee. This another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal. A.K.A. The Black Seinfeld. A.K.A. Magic X. Hey man, I got the best audience out there so you know what you should be doing, right? What, what? I mean, what are you waiting for? Come on, do it! Yeah! If they watching, at least they learning! I appreciate all y'all. From the beautiful, to the ugly, to the in-betweeners. And God damn, it's a lot of in-betweeners out there. Holy Harriet. It's an in-between world. In an in-between place. <laughs> Hey man, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005, I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'ma say the same thing! Like a sub, sub a share, share a comment, comment a like. Y'all know what to do, most of y'all smart out there, you feel me? Hey man, for my potters though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio across all those platforms. All you got to do is type in Kamal Johnson ENT or The Gab, bam, and I pop right up. Hey, man, like I say, I appreciate all y'all. Mm-hmm. I also appreciate my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop going to be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee you it boost your sex appeal up by 52%. And look here. You look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in-between ass. And on that note, y'all have a good day, good evening, good whenever y'all consuming this content. Alright, I'm out. Peace out, y'all. Slumlords. Ain't they answer Slum Slumlords. Here come in the big toe, yeah!
1: This was a game. This was a